Happy International Women's Day. My name is Sarah Swain, and I'm the founder of the Great Canadian Woman Community and Media Group. And there is no intro music. There is no bells and whistles for this episode. Just me, my voice, and my courage as a woman to use it. And this year's theme for International Women's Day is hashtag choose to challenge. And this episode is going to take an unexpected turn real quick because on this International Women's Day, I'm choosing to challenge women. And I'll preface this episode by helping you understand why I'm airing it and kind of the chain of events between International Women's Day in 2017 and today in 2021, four years later. So on March 8th, 2017, I sent an email to a distribution list full of men in my organization. And the distribution list happened to be men because they just so happened to be the ones who held the positions to enact change in the area I was seeking to enact change. And that was human resources and operations. And so in this email, I informed these men that they had failed to recognize International Women's Day in my place of work. And in that email, I cited some global statistics, some information, and I raised my hand to be part of the solution for the company. And my call out was met with defense, concerns I was going to go to the media as this rogue millennial woman. And the company's social media director also jumped in on his team's defense for their Instagram post that morning on the importance of women taking their vitamins, (laughs) followed by my own boss congratulating me on such a highly articulate email, followed by asking if my husband helped me write it. And I was certain I was living in the twilight zone. And I also want to preface this message by saying, in case this episode leads you to any confusion on where I stand, because this is about to be a curveball, the patriarchy is real. Sexism is real. The gender pay gap is real. It's all disturbingly real. And it's so deeply rooted that none of the men responding to my call to action realized that that's exactly what their responses were rooted in. They assumed I was fighting for myself, just me, as I had discussed the gender pay gap and citing some statistics. And I got a response like, but Sarah, you already make more than most of your male counterparts. And I was like, yeah, I'm totally aware of that because I negotiated my salary like a boss because I knew I was a top performer and I knew I was worth it. And I knew how to articulate myself in that meeting with my VP who just so happened to be a 60-ish year old white dude, aka part of the most despised and accused demographic on the planet. He gave me that $30,000 increase in salary I asked for when I took on a new position because I believed in myself and what I brought to the table. I asked for that raise when 60% of women wouldn't have. And I'll come back to this point. So I wasn't fighting for me. I was fighting for women who needed it 
to be made more obvious that professional opportunities and career succession support were available to them too. But they didn't get it. (laughs) What a mess. I can remember that day so clearly, so vividly. I can remember being so frustrated. I felt like my head was literally going to disconnect itself from my shoulders because the ignorance astounded me. And so I concluded at that time, I was trying to fix the problem from the wrong angle. And it wasn't just the company that needed to throw up a banner to celebrate women and make it really evident that they're here to support us or put more effort into making opportunities and support more readily available. It was also up to women who needed to deepen their confidence, self-efficacy, self-worth, self-trust, and sense of conviction for what they know they can bring to the table. The fact that some women don't even know that they can ask for a raise or go after a promotion that feels out of reach is undeniably a systemic corporate issue that is rooted in patriarchy. We know this. However, the fact that the rest of the women out there do know that they can ask for a raise or go after a promotion that feels out of reach, and they want to, but 60% of them don't. Yes, the roots of not having confidence as a woman are the residual effect of the patriarchy, and it's a conscious choice that that woman has made to continue to give her power away. That's a woman's choice, and that's a woman's responsibility to address within herself. Long story short, I knew my efforts and energy would be better spent helping women establish a greater sense of belief in themselves so they would actually realize that by empowering themselves, they could go seize their heart's desires, the pay they deserved, and the opportunities they thought they had to wait to be given or told that they were allowed to have. And so not long after the debacle of International Women's Day in my place of work four years ago, I quit my career with no backup plan and started trusting myself to build something to do just that. And here's where this podcast is going to take a turn. Because what I could have never predicted about spending the next four years in the world of women's empowerment was to bear witness to the divisive, competitive, and sometimes ruthless behavior of women towards women while men continued on to rule the world carefree, get paid more, get funded more, have more power, start more companies, and quite literally do whatever else they felt like doing without second thought. While we are sitting here as women, continuing to be cruel to both ourselves and to other women, to harp on other women over their bodies, often our own bodies. If we're too thin, we're unhealthy. She's too fat, she's unhealthy. She's too muscular, she's too manly. She's too healthy, she's not fun enough. 
to fighting and condemning women over the use of quotes on their Instagram feeds, to fighting over the juicy, no pun intended, lyrics of Cardi B's WAP while not batting an eyelash to Magic Mike or the lyrics of Ludacris, to the better way to mother our children, to which political ideology is morally superior, to what clothes are appropriate versus inappropriate, side parts, middle parts, mom jeans, skinny jeans, to lockdowns, vaccines, and healthcare, right down to being shocked and horrified over the treatment of Britney Spears while they get caught up on the latest celebrity gossip from the very blogs and magazines that fund the paparazzi that nearly killed her and successfully killed Princess Diana. We are like crabs in a bloody bucket. And the bucket is the patriarchy. You are fighting the wrong people and neglecting to empower yourselves in the process. Imagine if we all just stopped, paused, breathed, centered ourselves, took responsibility for the innate power we all possess worked on ourselves relentlessly, tirelessly to heal our traumas, to undo the conditioning we grew up with, challenged our beliefs and perspectives on the world, questioned the narratives that we are firehosed from all sides of every issue and started thinking for ourselves. Imagine if we believed in ourselves enough to create magic in our own lives trusted ourselves enough to take risks, believed that we were bold enough to actually make waves, move mountains, and blaze trails. Imagine. Imagine how much faster we would achieve equality if we accepted that alongside the patriarchal powers that be, we too accept responsibility for where we, as women, are holding ourselves and each other back. That we too accept responsibility for the unnecessary and added level of difficulty, whether intentional or unintentional, that we place on other women as women. Imagine a world where women actually supported women listened to one another without prejudice and righteousness, respected one another's observations. Imagine a world where every woman felt safe to speak her truth. Imagine a world where the hashtag women supporting women was actually something every woman embodied. Yeah, we have patriarchy problems. We have sexism problems, we have misogynistic problems, we have gender pay gap issues, we have countries who mutilate women's genitalia. Yet here we are. Women condemning women for not wanting to say chest feeding instead of breastfeeding and labeling her a transphobic when she really just wants to be in her own identity as a woman. Women condemning women for wearing masks, condemning women for not wearing masks, condemning women for blindly trusting a vaccine, condemning women for questioning a vaccine. We have lost our way and we need to come the fuck home. First to ourselves and then to one another. We're not thinking. 
We are in fight or flight mode. We are not separating ourselves from the massive avalanche of a highly controlled narrative of selected video clips, curated speeches, and fear-driven media angles. We are not separating ourselves from the trending hashtags calling on canceling a woman for her political observations. We are not separating ourselves from the vicious headlines that cause women to question another woman's ability to parent her children because someone snapped a photo of her with running eye makeup, no bra on, and a cigarette in her hand. We're not separating ourselves from celebrity gossip on who has allegedly said or done what to who and performative Hollywood activism as multi-million dollar contracts are dangled over their heads in exchange for proper social behavior and brand protection. We're not separating ourselves from political leaders and their inspiring podium speeches as they wreak havoc on the women behind closed parliamentary doors, using them to get ahead in the polls with women, black, indigenous, and colored voters. Jody Wilson-Raybould, Jane Philpott, Selena Cesar Chavan, look them up because the media is not going to paint that picture for you. We are not thinking We are spending more time condemning and correcting each other as women than we are connecting with and supporting one another as we are as women. We are reacting to the world and we are letting the world run us. We're claiming one woman's truth is more important, right, or moral than another woman's truth. We're claiming one woman's worldview is right while another woman's is wrong, even though there is not a single person in the world that can share the exact same worldview as you in totality because you're the only person who has lived your life, experienced your experiences, and consumed the information you have chosen to consume. We've gone from giving ourselves time to process information and discern between what makes sense and what just doesn't, to rolling down a hill like a snowball, collecting each other along the way until we crash at the bottom, wondering how the hell we got back down here again. And maybe you're thinking, Sarah, wow, you must have a different community than mine because I don't see what you see. I don't follow people like that on my social media. And you may not. In fact, you've probably whether intentionally or unintentionally, created an echo chamber of your own thoughts so you can feel comfortable in your own space. And I get that too. I understand why you do it. Because it's the easier thing to do. But just because you haven't zoomed out of your own space to see what's happening on a greater scale doesn't mean the picture and bigger problem isn't alive and well. I follow it all. The stuff I agree with, the people I agree with, the stuff and people I don't, I observe, I watch, I listen, I learn from all angles, from all sides, and I watch women get torn to shreds, shamed, and ridiculed by other women from all sides and all angles, simply because they don't agree. Or because they're appalled another woman doesn't see things the way that she does or because they're not saying anything, or because they're saying the wrong thing, or because they're saying the right thing in the wrong way. Sasha Exeter and Jessica Mulrooney. 
we accepted the nearly lethal damage to one woman so another woman could make her point in the name of social justice. We accepted that as a way that we allow another woman to make her point. We accepted that as women. We called it accountability. We accepted the near total destruction of a woman's life, her career, and her reputation because she didn't understand something like her privilege. We are divided. And if we ever hope to make true global strides in the advancement of women, we need to get our shit together and start respecting one another as women again. We are too polarized. This has been the hardest thing I have ever had to navigate as the leader of a women's community-oriented business, knowing that if you were all to come together in the same room and talk about big issues and important things that so many of you would tear each other to shreds while others would feel too terrified to speak. And if this is what's expected of me as a woman, as a community leader, I want no part of it. I will not fight the patriarchy sexism, or any other form of discrimination by hating, shaming, ridiculing, silencing, oppressing, or canceling another woman. And no, this is not my privilege speaking. This is not my fragility showing. This isn't my confusion around cancel culture and accountability. This is simply me. And this is my courage and confidence as a woman to make my own observations and think my own thoughts and choose how to proceed despite a tidal wave of mainstream and social media trying to do my thinking for me. I will not fight hate with hate. I will not fight ridicule with ridicule. I will not fight oppression with oppression. I will not fight sexism with sexism. I will not celebrate International Women's Day by making our men feel less than. And most importantly, I will not fight ignorance with ignorance. I am here to learn. And I am here to learn forever. And I am here to support equality for all people forever. But not like this. Not by social ostracism of women. Not by creating a society that makes women with certain beliefs or worldviews too afraid to speak. Not with moral intimidation to get women to speak how a group of other women want her to speak. Not with moral superiority of one woman over another. I will always fight for, but I will not fight against. We need more love, unconditional love, unconditional support, forgiveness, compassion, conversation, understanding, and respect between women as women. We do not rise collectively as women if this is the path we continue to walk. And so I choose to challenge us as women on this International Women's Day for us all to look in our backyards, in our minds, in our hearts, on where we all need to do better for each other. 
The fact that I felt afraid to speak my truth on my own podcast, literally titled She Speaks, nearly broke my heart as I came to the realization that it's nearly impossible to lead an open-minded community in 2021. The fact that with each part of this episode and all of the thought that went into it, I felt my ego shudder as if to suggest I'm not allowed to say that. Don't say that. No, you're going to ruffle too many feathers. Nope, nope, nope. Or that by speaking up, I'm going to cause myself or my business harm. Or that by sharing my observations, I'm going to become a target. And so I choose to step down as a women's community leader until the day comes where we can all respectfully share space with one another, even if we disagree. The Great Canadian Woman brand and platform will still be here. I will still be here. We're just taking on a slightly different model as we choose to embark on exciting initiatives such as opening up our borders, extending our hands out to our loving men and supportive men in our life and create the most powerful Canadian woman-owned empowered media group and publishing house. And you may very well still feel a sense of community here and I genuinely hope that you do connect with people, get to know people, understand people, listen to people, read their stories, listen to their perspectives respect their opinions and positioning. I really, really hope that you do. I just choose to not take on the title of community and community leader in 2021 because of the unfair pressure, discomfort, and breach in personal integrity that comes with it for me. And if I'm condemned for this, just know I would rather stand alone and true to myself and trust in my ability to think and take action as a woman than to surround myself with women whose love and support is conditional based on my way of thinking, believing, being, speaking, and behaving. And I'll close by saying this. We all only have one shot at this life. And for some, that will even end by the time this podcast episode is over. For others, maybe we have another year, maybe another 20, or if we're super lucky, even another 80. We will never know when our time comes. And it's my genuine heart's desire for all women to use this short, short time we have Earthside to recognize the power, the fire, and the undeniable ability we all innately possess and leverage it to create the life, the profession, and the personal freedom that we all deserve and spend less time on that which robs us of our ability, energy, and belief in ourselves to make it happen. We create change by being the change, not hating on others for what their version of change looks like or doesn't look like. You have the power to make it so. And when you do that for yourself as a woman, when you believe in yourself as a woman, you pave the way for another. And this is how we make the future better together for generations of women to come.
less time correcting, more time connecting. Thank you for listening.